welcome and welcome under welcome to under the apron the show where we expose the pink underbelly of the service industry today we're gonna do a story talk a little story time then we're gonna talk about a restaurant in south carolina that got a fat ass tip we're gonna keep teasing that we're gonna have guests but there's no guests today so if you're waiting for guests i guess turn it off now yeah then we're gonna check out on the coronavirus see how it's doing then we'll do a little topic roulette and i am chris and with me as always is samuel salami Hey, how we doing? Anybody got some olive oil to put on me? I'm fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> how we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Doing good. On, man? Not yeah. much. Get get your mouth closer to the microphone. Get that. You need to get a fucking yes, microphone. Yes, it's man. There. That's know. not even the part. It's not even the part, you dope. Where, where, where's the part? It's oh, there, sorry. where your hand is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, good, good. We're learning. Yeah. Hey, so let's start this off, yeah, by saying congratulations to one of our good friends and ex-co-workers uh, who just had a kid, Johnny Yanalos. Yeah, congrats, Yanni. Yeah, congrats, Yanni. Honestly, truly, one of the, the nicest guys I've nicest ever people in the service industry. In the world. Just an absolute absolute sweetheart. And he, uh, he, he has a wonderful wife, and they just had their first kid, and you can just tell, I mean, the guy's going to be... Uh, uh, a plus father so he's the personification of the beast in beauty and the beast once he turns human and sexy that's totally true yeah yeah 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. except he works at chili's um yeah no we we, lo- we love you john and uh we're, we're, and we love really chili's and hashtag we not chili's, a sponsor so speaking of chili's there's a restaurant in south carolina <laughs> That's what made me think of chili. <laughs> For some reason, I think of chilies. I was just gonna say transition. A, a little bit of good news. So there's this guy who goes in every six days a week. Just this old guy, and just recently he went in uh, like a few days ago and had like an eight dollar meal and left a two thousand dollar tip. And the best part, though, the best part <laughs> that I thought was funny is he left like detailed instructions, like. Julie gets 400, Rebecca gets 400, you know, whatever. Cool. The kitchen gets all the rest. Like he had like it all split out like percentage wise. I guess he's done this before, never this gigantic, but like giving uh, tips to the back of the house, which is always nice. That's amazing, man. What a cool guy. Yeah, that, but and then they, they, they didn't get to thank him though. Cause he like, he yo, he left it in cash in an envelope. Nice. In cash, in an envelope with handwritten instructions nice. and and left quick enough that they couldn't stop him to thank him. So in other words, he I left $2,000 unattended, though, for a period of time. Yeah. I'm afraid to leave like $8 on a table for a period of time. Dude, I have a friend who's, uh, I will re- remain nameless, who's extremely wealthy and deals mostly in cash. And the kid will just sometimes be like, oh, shit, I left my uh, my knapsack over there. And they're literally $30,000 in cash in, in his fucking knapsack that he left at like, a, he'll just like leave it around. He's an idiot. Dude, anyway. Do you hear that about like every person who ever wins the lottery? They like end up carrying like loads of cash with them yeah. and then they get robbed <laughs> every time. And then they kill themselves. That's yeah, what happens he, when you win the lottery. Bro, that's true. Yeah. So play the lot out for one. Uh, and also- you know, it's funny. I, very quickly, I thought you were going to say that the guy was dying and that's why he did it. And and no. the, the whole like le- leaving directions thing just reminded me of like, if I know that I'm dying and I'm young enough um, that I and I have time to kind of like deliberate it. The one thing I'm going to do is like basically force all my good friends. I'm going to write in my like last letter, like if you want to respect my memory, 
then these people I want to sort of like my ba- memory. like my like my bachelor party I'm like yeah. you guys have to go and do this and it's going to be like a whole journey across america and there's going to be like drugs involved and all types why of can't shit. we just and, do and why gonna... can't we just do a weekend in the poconos again no dude no, i love no, how you're like see, thinking about it you're like well and, well <laughs> that's i get it i get it the same house same house there'll, there'll be a little we just do a, it all over again without you part, like like p.s if you compromise if you don't want to do all this just a weekend in the book <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah i mean that's that's a fair final request that is fair that's fair what a what a guy and what a cool thing to have is as uh being yeah. working at a restaurant and yeah. making 400 dollars on the night that's nice um okay so story time we want to go time. i want to go salami samuel samuel salami samuel salami um i'll go mine's like a minute um okay. one of my first jobs was at a diner as a busser it was the tits it was a great job because okay. i got paid in cash i got tipped out by all the ladies and it was all ladies <laughs> some young some old the old ones were sweet the young ones were hot you know it was great uh so one time i was putting away a ton of of forks and or like grabbing for forks or something and i fucking literally like one of the forks went into my thumb like a half an inch in like inserted into the skin it was the worst pain to have a dull diner fork inserted oh. into you. I'm sure you know what that's like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so I was like, well, what do I do? It was like my second day. I was like, do I take all the fucking forks back to the to dish while they're busy, or do I do nothing? So I did nothing. So somebody. <laughs> so it's like not really a great story, but it's gross and gross yeah. is funny. Gross is funny. I agree. Um. Okay, so for me, uh, and Chris has heard the story a bunch, but I want to hear it again. The original, the original idea for this web the, for this uh, podcast was actually a website, and this was years ago. We wanted to put together a website where people in the service industry could come and share their stories, whether it was funny or or fucked up or you know just a bitch about whatever. And uh, at the time, I was working at this restaurant in D.C. with a couple of guys who I was really close with. There was a customer there uh, whose name was Billy, we'll say. Uh, Billy was a really nice older gay gentleman, but he would get drunk and he would get really weird, especially with like the, the male staff. And he would come and hang out with us at our bar that we were we would go to after work. And he would say things like, if you berate me, if you call me a piece of shit, if you like whatever. He just liked abuse. And he had a lot of money. and He was throwing money at people. Then it was, if you pee in my drink, uh, I'll give you $200. And you have to remember, these are young kids who are pretty fucking broke. $200 is a lot of money. So people would go in the bathroom with this drink, come back out. Who knows if they peed in it or not? My guess is that they did, because why the fuck wouldn't you? You had that option. I'd do it if I, if I could. Um, I'll do it for free. Yes, I would do it for the story now. But uh, in any case, so that was my relationship with this guy, Billy. Fast forward to us trying to get this website off the ground and we're looking for some, uh, some people to kind of fund it because uh, we didn't have any money to do so. We sit down with him and it's me and this other good friend of mine. After the lunch, we're walking away and my buddy uh, is like, looks like he's seen a ghost. And he's like, listen, man, I got to tell you something. And he proceeds to tell me that him and my closest friend, Barry, were paid by this older gay gentleman, Billy, $500 each to show up to a hotel and when they got there, clearly they knew they were getting into something 
and he asked him to beat him with with belts and spit on him and then there was something that came along in a bathtub where they like put him in a bathtub and sort of like fake drowned him and just did weird shit with this old naked man for $500 each. Old-fashioned waterboarding, huh? So I found out not only that the guy who was hoping would fund this website, uh, I like could no longer talk to and look in the eyes because I wouldn't be able to do it, but also that my two closest friends were as, were genuinely like gay male S&M prostitutes for a night. And I had never been told this story. And when I, when I found out, I immediately called Barry, who's like my closest friend. And the sound in his voice, the disappointment that I knew about it. And then he had to like dredge up that memory when I was like, hey man, by the way, real quick, did you get paid to beat Billy in a, a naked in a hotel? Oh my God, it was crazy, man. Blew my fucking mind. Like what's so his face in uh, Ted when he's a part of un- some underground gay fight club? Exactly, that's exactly what it is, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel I, like if I, if, that, if I was in his shoes, your buddies, I would have been like, bro, I figured out how to make some real money. I feel like you would have been all about it. You'd be like, yeah, 500 yeah. bucks to beat the shit out of this guy? Yeah, no problem. Yeah. What does he want yeah. me to wear? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You're not wrong. Bit of advice for anybody out there, service industry or not. Any situation that you're in, that you get caught this in. should be sage-like. Or, or that you're embarrassed by. Own it. Own it. Laugh at yourself. Make jokes about it. Because that's the only way that it's going to die down. Now Barry is forever an, uh, uh, an embarrassed gay male prostitute because he didn't own it. And if he did, we would have just laughed it off, you know? So... Uh, a topic a roulette? Topic roulette. And for yeah. those of you who don't know what topic roulette is, uh, both Chris and I have brought in two topics that the other one doesn't know about. We bring it up. We have five minutes to discuss the topic. Uh, and then it's on to the next one. Speaking of, if you have any topics or just want to hit us up, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Under the Apron. Also, we're going to have guests soon, speaking of topics, because guests will be bringing new topics to the table. If you're tired of listening to ours, you got something to look forward to. Next episode, baby. And, and new perspectives. You know, so we do hope in, not only to get other people involved just because other people, for everybody's perspective, but also because clearly gender and race and all that stuff comes into play in your relationship with, with everything, including working in the service industry. So we do hope to sort and of politics, diversify. If you want to talk politics. Because uh, that's right. If you, uh, Remember to go to uh, undertheapron at gmail.com if you want to fund Chris's run at a Congress seat. But um we do want to diversify the, the the voices here that are discussing it. So uh, that's one of our hopes as we start to bring in guests. All right. For sure. Topic roulette. Who's up? You can go. Go, 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 go. So I'm going to be honest here. I uh, I had some, like, I, I meant to get specific and, like, kind of put in an hour before the show to, to get my topics right. And, and I, I shipped it. Shit the bet on that. So I'm coming in real vague, but I kind of like it. Uh, so first topic, yeah. sex in the service industry. Yeah, that's uh, that's your topic, that vague ass shit, just doing it. Exactly. So who's no, no. doing so, it, when you're doing it? I'll, I'll kick it off by saying this. Of, of all the jobs that I've had in my life, I have never had more interest from females than bartending at a dive bar in Brooklyn. Do you want to continue on how much attention you're getting, or do you want to talk? <laughs> no, 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 I no, 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 you no. Tell, I mean, no, I don't mean that. In like a, I'm not trying to. Fuck no, with you. I, I know, I know you're not. I know. I not. feel like everything that comes out of my mouth is like a personal <laughs> attack on you right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, salami. 
Um, How about yo, this? let me let me what? comment. Why don't we I just comment? start over? Oh my! And then just like fucking kill you. you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm restarting the timer. All right. What's your first topic, baby? Tell me your topic. My- I know you've probably been <laughs> spent hours and hours on, and you got something <laughs> real good for us today. What do we got? <laughs> All right. I'm so glad you're enthusiastic about it. My topic is sex in the service industry. Whoa. So, you know, everybody knows there's a lot of, um, what's the word when people like in-house fucking, um, it's very, it's very incestuous in the, in the uh, service industry. And there's a lot of things that come along with it. Funny stories about fucking in different places or customers or coworkers. Um, I'm going to start it off by just saying that, in my lifetime, uh, having worked a number of other jobs that you on paper would seem to be a lot more attractive on the sexual market, I've never gotten more attention uh, than just bartending at a, at a dive bar in Brooklyn. Never have I had like, I mean, I'm talking about like numbers every night, I girls just it. walking up saying like, hey, I want to fuck you. Literally just, hey, I want to fuck you. Um, it just from, from a, a sexual, like, it's just crazy how much that happens, you know? And yeah. then- and then how much like in house every every fucking place that you work everybody's having sex with each other it's it's nuts. Do you have any fun sex so stories? That's, or, well, or- that's the main thing is what I was gonna say was number one, first and foremost, don't fuck your coworkers. But yes. again, you're gonna so like do fuck your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I, it's happened to all of us. Multiple yeah. people at the same restaurant. All you can really hope is they don't talk to each other and inevitably they always do. But, but yeah. I feel like when you're young, you don't care as much. Like I didn't really care. Like I, I worried about it, but I didn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, like I really want to tell people like, don't do it. It's going to end badly, but Hey, well, you're going to do it. You, you know, I, I think, I think do it, you know, with a, with um, a little bit of, intelligence involved like you are going to do it if you're young if you're 30 or younger and you're working in the service industry and especially if you're working in a bigger place and it's a bunch of hot people and you guys go out drinking all the time you're gonna fuck if you're and over you're 30 cu- don't bother fucking because you're old yeah gross. you're gross uh <laughs> but you're gonna fuck your customers which is also an issue because then like they may be coming back and, and kind of making your life a living hell see i worry less uh, about that i know you got some weirdos but i worry less about that because they're gone and i in my mind i'll never see them again that's great, man. Real smart. Real smooth. Uh, <laughs> I like to assume everything's going to be all right. Yeah, man. I like that. I think that's cool. Um, have you had any fun sex uh, like in the places that you work? Oh, you no, told me a story once about like your manager well, we telling it. you to go up. Yeah, because I was in a bad mood. Well, my girlfriend worked there and I was in a bad mood and he told us to go use the fucking bathroom in the upstairs dining room to bang. It was like, the weirdest thing ever. But we, I mean, we did. So, like, I don't know if we're the weirdos or if he's the weirdo, if we're all just fucking weirdos. Dude, and there was, like, this hostess there, and they were the ones, that was a restaurant where I was afraid they were going to talk. I was afraid the one girl was going to talk to the other girl. Luckily, one was a hostess and one was a server, yep. and I just, like, kept them as part as best I could. I don't know if they ever found out. That's crazy. The only time I ever had sex in a place that I worked was with a, my manager who I was uh, dating at the time. Like, and, in and- the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, in the bathroom. But it was actually... Does masturbation count? Yeah, sure. Then I've had sex multiple restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is sort of a weird uh, turn on this, but if you're listening and you're not... A weird in the turn on? Industry, this is a weird turn on. Uh, if you're listening and you're not in the service industry, um, 
it, not just to get laid, but also like for, for social reasons, if you're like in a new city or you're just like kind of finding your social life to be stagnant, working in a restaurant is really good for that. You, yeah. you get to meet a lot of new people. It's fun that you meet a lot of new customers. You, you, you become friendly with the, the staff and you're probably going to get laid. So yeah. uh, it, it's a, it's, and it's they good pay that, you, you know, and they pay you too on top yeah. of it. Not well. Um, Sometimes. I, I, and maybe this, I don't know how much time we have left here. But uh, one last seconds. thing, think, sex in the service industry. I once had sex with a manager that uh, worked at a restaurant that Chris and I both know. And she was horrible, horrible, horrible person. And I have no idea why I ever did it. And I have a feeling it's just, the only thing that I think it could have been was that she was a manager. <laughs> that, that turned me on. I don't know why. Uh, one of my biggest regrets. So, all right, that's it. Sex sells, baby. Sex sells. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, mine's good. My topic is even worse than you. And I did take the time to prepare for today's show, but it, so this was something that we wrote. Okay. When we were doing like an ideation session once, like a couple of years ago, I honestly don't know what it means. I think I said it. And every time I read it, I just want to talk about it. And so it's baristas. Should we kill them? <laughs> Do you remember talking about this like forever ago? I remember it. I remember it being in the notes, but I don't remember what the actual. Uh, I think we were at that. What's that really overpriced bar with that little barge in Brooklyn that has like tables on the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's called the barge. Too. Yeah, we were there. I think that's where it came out. But like, for real, should we kill them? I mean, to be honest, I guess not. I don't want to alienate any baristas, but for the most part, they can be a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, depending on where we're talking about, um, I would I would almost circle back to the first topic, which is also like sometimes baristas should we fuck them? Uh, I guess that's a fair <laughs> that's a fair question too. Double uh, shot, triple shot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this topic, this topic, fucking went way off course. This topic, is I just don't even know what we're really talking about. You know, I don't either. I don't either. Should we? Should we <laughs> Should we start? <laughs> should we start over with a new topic or keep talking about baristas or my hatred just, for coffee? I, oh, that's right. You don't like coffee. You don't. Drink I hate coffee. it. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Which is so fucking weird to me, man. I've had like seven coffees already today. I feel like I was the only one ever working at restaurants who didn't drink coffee. I'm like the only one ever. Yeah, I think you're the only ever anywhere. Just alive. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not alive. I've definitely looked it up. Because people are always like more than half people in the world drink coffee. Like, first of all, that's not true because a lot of them are children. Second of all, I've looked it up. It's like 20% or something. More people drink. 20% of what? 20% of the world population. Like Drinks coffee? Yeah. I don't know. It's you know New, York, New York City actually has the uh, the most uh, coffee drinkers? Of any city in the world? Like per capita. Really? Uh, yeah, in the world. Yeah. It's like the average, the average New Yorker drinks like three cups of coffee a day which is crazy. I drink like six. This is not a great topic, by the way. We're not doing, we're not doing well. Let's talk about, yeah, man. Or or baristas in general. I've only ever worked at one place with a barista. Really? And we worked together? Oh, no, 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 no. Two, two places, two places. And the one that we worked at together, like I liked Earl, he was great. Oh, yo. All right. Yo, you're right. I don't want to kill baristas. Baristas for number one. (laughs) I don't want to kill baristas at all. I just had a whole about face. (laughs) 
I don't even know why I ever said this statement. I just wanted to talk about it because it's a weird thing to say. But yo, number one, the baristas make the coffee that I don't want to make. They make yes. the cappuccinos that I definitely don't want to make. Yeah. They make the espressos I don't want to make, the Americanos, all that shit. And sometimes they give you weed. Yes. Sometimes they give you homemade. Um, ooh, what are those? What are those corn husk? Uh, Mexican dish with the corn husk. Tamale, tamale. Okay, all right. Yo, what's her face where we work together? Used to bring me homemade oh, tamales from her mom shit. all the time. Homemade tamales, dude. They were the best. You know what? I love baristas. So in the end, great that we went through this fucking mummery in five minutes because we found out we are not going to kill the baristas. We're no. going to celebrate the baristas. We actually really we're, appreciate the things we that they appreciate do. the baristas. We should probably send the baristas a text message and say hello, and that we hope that they're doing well. I also, though, don't like baristas on a personal level. So, I mean, I guess I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Wait, didn't you, didn't you just go fucking 720? Just because what? I hate coffee. So, I don't need them in my life in general. But Sure, except for the part where you need them because you're working the with work. them. And they help, right. they help you do everything. And you like them as yeah. people. You're really confused. Yeah. Okay, you know what? You know what? I do like baristas. I do like baristas. I'm so sorry to all the baristas out there. I love you. Now, next next uh, episode, we'll do baristas should be fucked up. Right. Breeze's yes. the next episode is Breeze's. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we are doing really, really well with the topics this this episode. So I'm excited. Yo, it's all good. It's all good. My my closer. It's good. It's psh, primo. Primo schema. Yeah. All right. I right, hit it. The next the next one from Samuel Salami is, uh, what does good service mean to you? Like, what is your own definition by your own yeah. standard of good full service? water? A full water. Fuck yeah. What's your why? What do you have something you wanted to say right off the bat? Or are you just throwing it out well, there? I, a, full, a full water. Okay. Fucking no dirty plates on the table. Uh-huh. A full drink. Or not a full drink, yeah. but, you know, a drink. If I'm drinking. Yeah. Or a soda or whatever the hell people drink these days. Um, yeah. They leave you alone if you're, you know, if you want to be left alone. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just want to be left alone. Maybe you don't want to make idle chit-chat. I mean, yeah. they don't want to make idle chit-chat either half the time. So, like, you're doing everyone a favor. I agree. Um, I like when they don't write the order down and remember it. <laughs> yeah? Is that, I that's do. A, it's, a, it's a little service turn off. Because I used to always do it, and people would always question me. They'd be like... They'd be like, are you going to remember all this? And I would always say, you better hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it was like my standard response, man. I would, or I would be like, I bet you hope I do. <laughs> Great. Very good. Amazing. What's uh, good service to you? Well, so, I mean, it's funny because I, I hadn't thought of like the specifics, but those are, I, I think, you know, a way of sort of summing up what you're talking about is it's, is attentiveness, right? Sure. Like, sure. If I'm out of a place, and uh, the, you know, the, the waiter is, I, I'm waiting on my drinks for a long time. I have an empty drink. I have an empty water. I am waiting to uh, order my food. It's one thing if it's super busy, then I, you know, you, you give them the benefit of the doubt that they're, they're trying their best. Sure. But if they're not, you know, that's, that's where it becomes an issue. And so like, and, and that's the same thing that I, that's the standard that I hold myself to when I'm, when I'm working is I'm going to make, I'll be there. I'll be attentive. I'm going to, I'm paying attention to the, my customers, seeing where their drinks are at. If they look like they need me, I'm there right away. 
it's pretty fucking easy shit at the end of the day. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen all that, that often. I was thinking more, though, like in terms of personality, oh, like, I okay. know some people who throw. No, no, no. But like, I like what you were saying, too. But I, I, I like I know people who do this sort of like, hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome to blah, blah, blah. Oh, hey, how you doing, Johnny? Yeah. You want to hear about my new. And it's like, you know, they do that whole thing. And some people love it. There was a guy mm-hmm. who used to work with me at and he's a really nice guy, but he has that thing. It's a dual personality. Like he's a completely different person behind the bar. He's like the guy from fucking office office work space. or what is it called? Office space. Office space uh, with all the, with all the shit on him, you know, that works with Jennifer Aniston. It's like, Hey yeah. guys. And it made me fucking, it drove me crazy. And when I get bartenders or, or waiters who are like that, it drives me crazy. It makes me feel like I want to like, choke them because it feels very disingenuous so i try to be nice not overbearing at all if they want to chit chat I'll, I'll i'll let it go for a little bit but i'm never putting on airs and for the most part i'm getting the fuck out of your way and i'm just what i'm here to do is just like be there quickly to get you your shit you know what i mean right right no 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 nonsense in and out yeah yeah i, I i'll get it for you and and I'll, I'll have a nice little joke with you if you want but i'm not they're going, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I, uh, I don't know. I don't really do that, but I definitely like do a little shtick sometimes, make some yeah, jokes yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's how you make the money. They, we, they do work guess, on tips. Yeah, it's true, man. I don't know. I, I, I think everybody's different though, too. You know? Yeah. You know who has the fucking best, or worst service? I mean, it's gone now. Yeah. So it's go, it was gone pre-pandemic. Actually, is yeah. uh, the Outback Steakhouse in the Queens Queens Village Mall, Queens Center Mall, whatever the hell it's called, bro. They would they would just be sitting at a table, chit chatting with each other. Every table in the restaurant's like looking for a server. Yo, I. I went so far as to like fill this like online survey out and like do this complaint line and tell them that every like staff member in their whole restaurant oh shit every staff member in the whole restaurant should be retrained i was like you're everything yeah. you guys do is garbage you're garbage and make it better and now it's that, gone. and that's the that's the other thing man that's the other thing i i I fucking, for the most part, I find Yelp to be obnoxious. I think it's mostly for Let's people not who get into Yelp, have though, too much time on their hands. That's another topic I wrote and down. And feel self-important. No, no, but fair enough. I'm just saying, whether it's Yelp or complaining to the restaurant, if I'm at a point where I'm considering not tipping you 20%, or if I'm at a point where I feel like I need to talk to somebody, I feel fully, fully um, confident in that. Because oh, yeah. it takes so much so much to get me to a point where I'm like, yo, y'all are fucking up. Like you have to literally do nothing right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if uncle Frank says it's bad, then it must be really bad. Exactly. Um, but that's a perfect segue into my last topic, which was Yelp. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Which is why that's I didn't funny. want you to get too fucking balls deep in there. That's funny. Yeah. Get in there, um, I mean, the thing is, and obviously I actually, definitely would like to talk about this again um once we have guests on because I, I like to hear other people's point of view rather than your dumbass. Right. Uh, but for now we'll make do and uh yo first of all uh telemarketers calling me get out of here first of all um i do use it and i do write reviews rarely uh, but uh, usually only if it's five stars like i write like sandwich reviews 
And I think people on there, like, I, the problem is I think some people really abuse it. I think people that write legitimate shit about a legitimate experience are great. But then you got like, you know, Karen Sally over here in Des Moines fucking had one bad experience with this dry cleaner and left this like scathing, you know, hate fueled one star review. It's the only review she's ever written. And now these people got this bullshit right. to deal with because of this lady's shirt shrunk. So, like, I definitely think it yeah. gets abused in in concept. It's cool. Right. Like it, it, it does help to allow people to have a better idea of the places that they're going to, especially in larger cities. You don't know. There's so many fucking restaurants. How do you know where you're going? So I, I get that. But I do think people take advantage of it too much. South Park did a whole episode about like how Yelp yeah. are basically just self-important douchebags. Um, and also they made the point in their in their episode to say, like, you're really fucking with like small business owners like you want before you go and write your shit like consider what you're doing here because the other option that you have if you really did have a bad um experience at a restaurant is to talk to the restaurant right not go online and 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 sell them down the river but at least give them an opportunity by saying hey guys look i i had a bad experience like the food was this or the service was that um and and yelp really does kind of fuck people over in that way i understand Um, though i understand though that's like some people are not confrontational and I get that. The thing is sure. like, you might have a legitimate complaint and I respect that and I understand that, but I don't know. I just think, I think some people get too extreme. They take it to an extreme level. Like I, I hey, I've put one star reviews on there. Fucking I've written like four one star reviews for the Rite Aid near my house because yeah. it's just hell on earth. They should call it the wrong aid. <laughs> One star for that joke. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, for me, I tend to use Yelp more to um, incur, like to celebrate places, small yeah. places that are, are really fucking good in my neighborhood. For uh, sure. I do. I have like a, a lot of five star uh, reviews for, for places that I think are, you know, deserve the um, whatever. I do have one, one star and it was for this tattoo parlor that I walked in. Uh, where the guys were like all way too cool to do anything and like treated me like I was like a nerd and then like didn't fucking like come to even like help me at all and I was like all right man and it it pissed me off so much that I just went online immediately and just said these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing but anyway it is what it is it exists it's out there I will if you have time for a quick story Chris how quick we have like a minute my our buddy Phil owns a bar in uh in Greenpoint and this one woman left a one star review for him and it turns out that it had nothing that she made up a whole story about how he was like overcharging credit cards and had essentially stolen money from her and it's all because there was an anti-Trump sign in her bathroom that I made um and and she like went off on them and then they were like if you don't want to be here you don't have to be here and so she wrote if she wanted to write a one-star review and say this bar is an anti-Trump bar, at least she's being honest. But she was so right. pissed off about that that not she, that, not, she not that we want to get political. Not that we're political. Uh, help help Chris get to Congress. But um, but you know she she made up a story about this guy that honestly it's such a small business it could actually affect his business. You know, like mm-hmm. if if you read a review that says this bartender overcharges your card, are you going to go? And that was my fucking, that's a good friend of mine. So like I had to go, I chased this woman down online and like made her life a living hell until she fucking uh, took the review down. But people don't, 
people don't know what they're fucking uh like how much power they have you know yeah. what i mean and yeah. and i don't know it, it can be a little frustrating sometimes i wrote a five-star review for you once you did yeah. Oh, that's right. And it, it did it like not stay up. It, I, it no, was, I just pulled it up as we were talking right now. Oh, it's amazing! From, you want to hear it? Let's hear it. Yes, please. Alligator Lounge is my favorite bar, Williamsburg. I'm gonna read it as it's written. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm in Yen, R, I make sure to stop in. The ambiance <laughs> is amazing, as are the bartenders. Laurent is hands down the best bartender. I've ever come across in the five years I've lived in NYC. <laughs> but that was my review of you. You did a great job that night. I remember. Thanks, man. Yeah. That's you awesome. You served me as many drinks, I think, as I wanted. It was awesome. Yo, I keep forgetting to fucking talk about Twitter and Instagram. Look us up at Under the Apron. Hook us up with some funny Yelp reviews. Maybe you wrote it. Maybe a friend wrote it. Whatever. Link that shit at Under the Apron on Twitter or Instagram. We want to read some funny shit. Yeah, baby. Let us know. And let us know, let us know. if you listen to this podcast, give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And uh, on Yelp, too. Find us on Yelp. Yeah. Five stars, please. Or one or, star. Or, I don't care. or if you're going to give us a one star review, at least be funny about it. Make us yeah. feel really bad about ourselves, but be on point about it. You know what I mean? Like, or be actually feel- upset. Maybe you're a barista and you only heard the part about me wanting to kill you. You didn't listen. For- you turned it off and you were like, fuck this guy. And you're listening yeah. to the whole thing when I turned it around. I was like, oh, I love baristas, you know? Yeah. Or or maybe you're just somebody who likes, like, organized podcasts and is listening to this and going, what the fuck are these two idiots talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whatever your gripe is, make sure to write in um, and let us just know about it. Let us know. Under the apron on Twitter, Instagram, and Yelp. Anyway. Beards for everyone. Thank beards you for, for well, beards for everyone that can grow one. Yeah, we'll can't give make everyone you can't grow one. A beer. We'll give you a beer. We'll make yeah. a beer for you if you can't have a beer. All right. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>